Blog Talk Radio. Highlight of your Sunday evening Ask the Riven Landon Show here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash CSTC. We have a very special show for you tonight. We have three very special guests in the world of professional wrestling joining us tonight. Of course, be sure to follow the show on Twitter at AskCSTC and myself, Real Jason Rivera, Riv, and you've got Johnny Landon as well joining the show. Johnny, how you doing? Hi, I'm so excited to be here. This is like the only time I can get to talk to three girls in one night is doing the show. I'm so gracious. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, I mean, tonight, you know, AIW had uh, Girls' Night Out. I guess we could call this Girls' Night In, since uh, these girls have the unfortunate pleasure of, uh, this pleasure, I should say, of talking to us on the air on the show. But it should be fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. How coincidental is it that apparently today is National No Bra Day? I and think that, you know... I'm not wearing my bra, so hopefully they aren't wearing theirs. Yeah, exactly. Of course, you can call in to ask questions to any of our guests, 646-727-2364. If you are live tweeting the show, use the hashtag RibbonLandonShow. And, of course, you can download the show in full on iTunes, on uh, Mixcloud, YouTube, Podomatic. There's plenty of ways to get the show. Check Everything. out listen, yeah, ListenToThisShow.com. You can find all the methods to do so there, and I do warn you, we might go into extra innings on tonight's show. So if we go off the air after the two-hour broadcast, downloading it, you can hear the full episode. But we yes, gotta get we have away. Uh, we have our, our final guest, Lydia Sparks. We're giving her a send-off because she's going away. So it's gonna be, you know, a very it's gonna be very emotional for me and for her. So obviously, if it cuts off at any moment in time, please download the show. Exactly. And we have our first guest joining us already early into the show, Johnny. Of course, Sassy Steffi is joining us right now. Steffi, how are you doing? I'm doing swell. How are you, gentlemen? Doing good. I use the term gentlemen lightly in this conversation. (laughs) I'm sure you're aware that we are not gentlemen at all. We're like 15-year-old boys in 30-year-old men's (laughs) lives. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I don't, I don't age. I actually don't even look like I age. I get told that I like stopped aging at 25. So. Well, let me, let me tell oh, you. This is, such a, a, this is such a pleasure to have you on here, Steffi, because I think most women in wrestling are afraid to work with us because of our reputations or lack thereof. <laughs> but uh, it's really it's a pleasure to have you on because you're such, uh, you're, you're such an accomplished athlete and women's wrestler, and you, you've pretty much done it all on the indie scene and. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to try not to kiss your ass too much, but no promises. <laughs> well, I think you, like, I saw one of the ads that you guys had up today for it, and it was, like, women's icon, sassy stuff, and I was like, I haven't been in the business that long to have icon underneath my, you know, list of, like, credentials, but I'll take it. So I'm very <laughs> Every, excited that you guys you think are. that. I don't think everybody <laughs> does, No. Well, everyone who follows indie wrestling or women, like you work all the shows, you're shine, shimmer, everything, and you're all over the place. And actually, when I met you, or, or I should say when I saw you for the first time in Miami, I recognized you right off the bat without even having seen any of your matches at that time. And, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if it was the red hair or if it was your notoriety, but, you know, I knew who you were. <laughs> yeah, word gets out, especially in the social networking uh, world that we live in. So, yeah. Oh, I, I'm, I, I saw I'm you and I was big like, on the social networking. 
You are, you are. That's actually how I knew who you were because of Twitter. So I was like, oh, that's that chick. So then I remember I tweeted you, and then, like, you didn't respond. And then I saw you the day after at the Hall of Fame, which is when I approached you. And then we had mm-hmm. that uh, that long conversation, and now we're buddies. And I, I couldn't yeah. be more proud <laughs> of that fact. It was like when I met you, it was very, I don't know, it was not odd, I guess, but it was, like, really cool for me because, like, I'm in a WWE situation where we're, you know, we met at the Hall of Fame in Miami. And I was just like, I got recognized at a WWE event. Yeah, that's right, right here. I had a little bit of an ego about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, I, 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 it was good, though. I, I was surprised that you were as nice as you were, and you didn't tell me to fuck off. <laughs> I'm just no, thankful you didn't do that. <laughs> I'm just a heel in the ring. Like, honestly, I think probably I'm one of the nicest people in the world until you get on my bad side, and then that's just bad news for you. But, you, you think, know, you haven't done anything to be on my bad side, so there's no reason. Do you think a lot of other uh, wrestlers in, in the business they actually live this sort of gimmick and take it seriously, and sometimes they act like, uh, you know, sort of big-headed and sort of cocky and stuff outside the ring as well? Do you, do you run into that often? Um, I wouldn't say often, especially on the independent scene, but there are some people who are a little too big for their britches, if you know what I mean. Yeah, Landon's dealt with a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I don't um, like so that we... either. And there's certain people that I try to avoid at all costs at shows. Like I'll go up and be respectful, shake their hand, you know, say hello. But other than that, that is the, you know, only interaction I try to have with those types. Of you people. you want to name names and tell us who it is? <laughs> no. Burn any bridges? <laughs> no. You want to get blackballed? No, I'm good. I like to keep kind of a clean, you know, thing as far as that goes. You know, I'm not trying to bury anybody today. Yeah, like like a formal sort of thing. Like past the formalities, you don't deal with them too much further. But you all always do have that respect and that formality with the people that that you're working with. And that's a good way to be in in any business. Like anybody who's listening out there, I think that's a good way for them to be in any walk of life that they're dealing in a business scenario. Yeah, and I actually, I had a match with Maria last night, um, former WWE diva, current Ring of Honor star, and um, we had an in-depth conversation after our match, and, you know, I was saying, you know, I don't personally want to go to WWE or TNA, I just, I hear too many negative things, and I'm really happy doing what I do on the independent scene. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um she made a comment, like, if you're in those types of situations, work for those companies your best bet is to watch the drama going on and keep your nose out of it, and you'll be fine. Yeah, and, and Maria has been somewhat uh, controversial as of late because she, she is very open about her time in the WWE and some of the, the drama that goes on that, that she's been a part of. So obviously mm-hmm. she has been through uh, quite a deal of it. Yeah, especially, like you said, as of late. And, you know, we kind of, you know, had a personal conversation about that as well, and, you know, she kind of – you know, let me know a few more details and what's out there for everybody else to know. And, you know, it was just really, you know, I think of all people, like, if somebody's going to have a big head, it's somebody that has been there and done that, like a Maria. And last night she was so down to earth, so humble. She worked her ass off last night in our match. It was amazing. And, like, I tweeted last night, you know, I, I beat her with Kiss My Sass, but I said anytime I can step into the ring again with her, I would love to because she was such a constant professional. Did her uh, boyfriend follow her around everywhere like a puppy? <laughs> no, he wasn't there last night. 
<laughs> oh, I was gonna say you should have brought your brought your boyfriend. You guys could have had like a, a dog fight with wrestlers, <laughs> just like throwing money at them while they're attacking each other yeah. <laughs> and yelling. Yeah, or, or you could have told them you were on this show, and, and Mike Bennett is not a fan of Johnny Johnny Landon at all. So nobody's a fan. No. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm actually shocked that you beat Maria. Did she object to you going over? No, not at all. Like I said, she was the uh, constant professional. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, I think most people, or not most, maybe, but a lot of people would be like, "Oh, I, I can't lose to you. You're nobody." So it's a good thing that she actually uh, agreed to let you go over and didn't object to that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, constant professional, and you know, I've had, um, I wrestled on this particular show. It's Remix Pro in Marietta, Ohio. There was one time I wrestled Velvet Sky on the show, and the show's name was "The Sky's the Limit." And one of mm-hmm. the guys, we were obviously the main event. It was, this show was named after her. And mm-hmm. um, one of the guys actually had a hissy fit in the back that women's wrestling was on after his match. <laughs> I hate that. I think, like, and it's not just, like, uh, performers. It's also the fans. I think that as far as women's stuff goes, they're always just hating on it, just, like, constantly. And I think that, you know, with WWE, if you look at the way it is now, like, they don't give the girls enough time. And a lot of the girls that they have can't even work. So it's just I, it's frustrating to see you, like someone like you on the indies who's talented, and you're not really getting your, getting your due. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think I'm average at best. You know, I go out there, I do the best work that I can put forward. But, you know, there's obviously much more that I can learn in the business. I mean, I've only been in six and a half years. There's still a plethora of yeah. things that I can learn. And, you know, I'm constantly on shows with the likes of cheerleader Melissa, Mercedes Martinez, Lufisto, people that I'm looking up, you know, forward to working with again. I've, you know, been in the ring with all of them at least once. And mm-hmm. it's like those people to me are, you know, who I'm looking up to. But then I have like these other people, you know, they're like, oh, we learned so much from you. I'm like, what? Me? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I don't, I have don't you ever get had any it. Tryouts but... for... Have you ever had any tryouts for WWE? No, no. Like I said, I'm not actively pursuing anything there. Like I just know, like I have some friends that are there and, you know, I hear the good sides and the bad sides. And, you know, I really like having control of who I am. I don't really yeah. want a whole team of people in a boardroom saying, oh, well, Sassy Sassy is this person this week. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that would – I mean, granted, I've said this a million times. If Vincent Mann or Dixie Carter threw the money at me that they throw at some of their people, I am whoever you want me to be. But I'm not going <laughs> to actively pursue it. Yeah, yeah. Exa- exactly. Because the fact, as you said, you end up in sort of a witness protection sort of deal where they change your name and give you something kind of weird, and either it sticks or it doesn't. I mean, some of the, some of it is a little bit over the top. You've got people now dressed like matadors. You've got, uh, you know, Bailey is running around giving people hugs. I mean, some of the stuff that they give give the girls is is kind of awkward. But I mean, and but then the of course, the funny thing about the, Bailey is she's yeah. really like that. She loves everybody. <laughs> when yeah, I got the chance. <laughs> yeah, I you know, I met her probably four or five years ago, right when she was starting out in California and I wrestled a match with her and I just instantly fell in love with who she is as a person because she's so sweet, so lovable. So yes, it's a little bit more it, it's what a lot of people say with wrestling, it's like taking your own personality and turning it up to ten. Like maybe you're you know, normally yeah. on a normal day you're at like a four or five, but like just you know, yanking that up. And that's her, and, you know, I'm so proud of what she's doing, and, you know, I hope that she makes yeah. it on to Raw and SmackDown one day because she yeah. definitely has busted her ass and deserves it. 
definitely. It's same with most you... of the girls in NXT, really. I mean, they're busting their asses off, and then oh, yeah, you know, they have most, a trainer uh, like. But not, but not... But not the uh, the total divas one. At oh, yeah. I mean JoJo and Eva Marie. Eva Marie, who stole your look. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I just yes. question quite a bit. Like, I, I don't think she stole my look. I mean, there's really there's like what five different hair colors in the world. I mean, you can go crazy <laughs> and go green or blue or pink or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, mine semi borders on pink, but. <clears throat> And there's only so many hair colors that you can have. And so I really don't think she stole my look by any stretch of the imagination. But, yeah, if I ever went to WWE, obviously I'd have to change up my look, too. And I'd be like, uh. I'd be like her, you know. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, we need you to go blonde. I'd be like, uh, how about purple? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Any other color? Yeah. Well, yeah, the the red hair, obviously. I mean, I think even Natalia for a moment in WWE had, like, red hair for about five minutes. But, I mean, it's what they give someone when they don't have, like, they're like, all right, we need you to look different. Just dye your hair red. Yeah, are we going to see, I mean, speaking of which, you, you do say it's a popular color. When are we going to see you versus Veda versus Taylor versus Maria and a winner keeps the red hair match? Is, is that going to happen? <laughs> um, I don't know. That's That would be interesting. Um, I'm actually really good friends with Taylor. Um, when I was on vacation, her boyfriend and my fiance and us, we all went out for dinner and had a good time down in Florida while we were down there. Um, so I'm really good friends with her. So maybe we could do a tag match, Veda and Maria versus me and Taylor. That works. But then, <laughs> but then you gotta throw you gotta throw April Hunter in there too. Like, who is she gonna manage? Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's true. there's a lot of beautiful busty redheads out there that you know would love to <laughs> claim that. Yeah. When, and, when did you dye your hair, and what what made you want to do that? Was it just like you got bored of doing? Because I remember seeing pictures of you, and you had like the black hair or whatever. Yeah, I did. I had black hair probably the first, well, it will be three years that I've had red hair. So probably the first four years of my career, I had um, black hair. And I would heal everywhere. Like, everywhere I was a bad guy, whatever. No big deal. I'm, I'm still that the majority of places, too. But then a couple of um, places turned me babyface. Like, um, WSU had me as a, w, as a babyface, and that was pretty much... You know, I had been with Shimmer, I had done Femme Fatales, but WSU at that time was really where I, I broke out as far as character and wrestling persona and all of that. So I think with them having me babyface, I was like, black hair, maybe I need to, you know, turn it up a notch or something and do something different. And I ended up, you know, yeah. I had red hair when I was in high school. So I was like, I'm going to go back to that, except now it's much more vibrant red because I had a more natural red color at that time. Yeah. Do you find yeah. that it's kind of a pain in the ass to keep having having to dye it? Because obviously with red hair, uh, what a lot of people don't know who aren't into like the hairstyling stuff. So my mom is a hairstylist, so I know all of this. You dye uh, your hair I red. Say, I'm <laughs> wondering how you know all of this. <laughs> yeah. He's a, well, he's a crossdresser. He's one of your no, favorite types. <laughs> no, uh, no, not at all. He dyed his hair and wears wigs. <laughs> <laughs> Never, except for that one time. But that's a whole that's a different story for another day. Uh, yeah. But yeah, with red hair, obviously it, it fades over time. You know, after like a, a couple washes, all of a sudden, like you said, it turns more of like a pinkish, or it, it just sort of starts fading in a natural color. Shows you find that dyeing it uh, constantly is is kind of like a pain in the ass, a frustration. You, yeah. Do you lose hair from dyeing it a lot? Because I know that it might not be healthy for you. No. Um, actually, I get my hair done at a salon, and the lady that does it, uh-huh. she always does a deep conditioning on my hair, um, you know, when she when she does it, so that, you know, it is not just taking away from it and making it all, you know, 
crappy looking and stuff. I mean, she yeah. really takes care of me. And then there's, you know, the, the pain on the neck is how expensive it is. I don't mind sitting there and having somebody dye my hair and wash it for me. I, I love that. It, you know, makes me fall asleep. I love it. Um, we want to know all the- about this because we want to dye our hair red and uh, grow it out long <laughs> like well, you. Well, hey, in 2004, I, I had I had streaks in my hair back when I had <laughs> You've seen the pictures. It's horrible. Yeah, that was a, yeah. a little gay riff. I, yeah. I don't condone that. <laughs> yeah. So you wrestled last week at uh, AIW Girls Night Out. How did that go? Mm-hmm. And who did, who did you work? Um, did, you, did you work uh, – who was it? I worked with Savannah Summers, who is from Australia. Yes. And uh, <laughs> she got the win on me. And then I worked Jules Mahone, and, you know, it was it was really kind of over um, because I was 0-4 there at the time. And, you mm-hmm. know, the ring announcer comes out, and he's like, uh, you know, Jules Mahone, who's debuting today, good times, whatever. And then Sassy Steffi with a record of 0-4, and, and I'm like, we don't talk about that. And then the crowd just instantly started with, like, the 0-4 chance, and then I was, you know, 0-5 because she beat me, and then we had the double show that day, so... I went out, and they were, like, already chanting. Like, as soon as, like, I came out, 0-6. Oh, and, and I yeah, was like, God. you guys have, like, no faith in me. That's Goodness, why. you know? And then um, <laughs> I just took it out on Jules Mahone. We ended up brawling a little bit on the outside and, you know, brought it back in. And I hooked her in a new submission that I really, really enjoy that I've never seen anybody do except for one person that I saw on YouTube, and I found it on complete accident. So I'm like, I'm stealing this and using it forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, AIW is a lively crowd. It's a lot of fun, obviously. Is the audience is the audience typically fat perverts at the all girl shows like Shine and all that? No, actually, it's not. There's a lot of people, men and women, that respect what we do and actually prefer women's wrestling to men's wrestling. Which you know, mm-hmm. it's not everybody's cup of tea. I realize, um, but they prefer us to to the males and. They come out, and they're really well-respected. I mean, I've seen some people, like, for example, there's a fan that lives in the Philadelphia area. I've seen him at Shimmer. I've seen him at AIW. I've seen him at Femme Fatales in Montreal. I've seen him at WSU, and I've seen him at Shine. So he's hitting all major five of them, and he's just as sweet as can be. To me, he's never said anything cross, like, you know, uh, you know, I'd really like to take you home tonight or something, you know, whatever. Yeah. He's always been very well, genuine, that, that, very sweet. That fan is actually awesome. uh, that fan is actually me. Uh, I wear a disguise <laughs> and I, I follow all the girls around. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I didn't think you'd notice me, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, well, so, so some of the women's events that myself and Johnny have attended, there's always like that one guy that suddenly he takes out a camera that's got a lens about like three feet long, and you're like, what the hell is he doing? He's like, it's also me. <laughs> 20% maximum zoom, and you're like, oh, my God, that's just creepy. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I'm sad because I, I didn't get to see, um, Steffi, when you were at Shine a few weeks back in uh, Florida or a week ago, whatever that was. I actually, because I was living down in Florida, and when I, I, when I went to one of the Shine shows, and you weren't there, and I cried all night, let me tell you. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, but, I'm uh, glad yeah. that you, you know, wanted to see me, but I'll be there again, you know, in a couple weeks. I know you said you were living in Florida at the time. I don't know if you're still there or not, but I'll be back there in a couple weeks. Well, I'm actually in uh, in Pennsylvania now, so whenever you're around here, I'll have to stuff. You move afraid. around way too much. He got afraid of that stand your ground law, and he had to get out of there real quick. That's what happened. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> want to get Trayvon. <laughs> Um, I do look a little black, so, you know, you never know. <laughs> right. So, um, what was it 
like wrestling Savannah Summers. You know, me and her go way back. I think Jason knows about this. How do you guys go way back? <laughs> uh, before, like a little bit before I met you. <laughs> she was, uh, oh, yeah. she, she basically uh, added me on Facebook, told me she thought I was sexy, told me she wanted to hook up with me when she came here to the USA, sent me a bunch of um, compromising photos, which I thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> and uh and you know that was that and we stopped talking and uh then I when I found out she was going to be at AIW I actually hit her up and we hadn't talked in a while and I tried to see if she was still interested but she wasn't unfortunately but uh yeah so I think seeing you wrestle her and I'm your friend and you know the history I have with her I think that was kind of interesting. <laughs> well, interesting. That actually Although, puts a lot of things into perspective for me but um I'm not going to go there like I said I'm not going to you know Wow, I'm watching football as I'm talking to you guys, and this game is ridiculous right now. Tennessee and Seattle. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm a big football fan and easily distracted. Um, but anyway, that like I said, that puts like a lot of things into perspective for me personally, like just knowing that. But you know, working with her, she was very professional. Um, you know, I had emailed her previously and told her that I was going to be late because my plane was getting in a little bit later than I had originally anticipated. Mm-hmm. So I had talked to her a little bit and, you know, I, you know, told her I was healed there, da 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 what the story kind of was. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had a little bit of a conversation. And then when I got there, everything just kind of, you know, fell together very easily. And I don't know if maybe I was jet lagged and tired. I just don't feel like my 100% was in that match yet. Like, I don't know if the adrenaline didn't hit me. But for me, yeah. we clicked enough to have a, a decent match, but it wasn't as great as I thought it could have been. You were you were both um, just so worried about what I'd think about the match because you know obviously I'm friends with you both. That's why it, you, you, just that stress wore you both out. I think that's what it was. I must have been, and here I thought it was jet lag or something. <laughs> Do you agree with me that Ebor City, uh, where they hold the uh, Shine events, is awesome? I love the Orpheum. I love it as well, and in fact, I loved it before I, I learned a little fact. Um, that um, I watched Magic Mike. It's a great movie for women. And uh, I I never realized that that strip right there where um, all the bars and things are is where Chan and Tatum was at the beginning when he's going out and passing flyers for the mail review is actually oh, on that it? strip. So now I'm I like, no God, I love this place even more. So, yeah, Sue Young <laughs> told me that little fact. John oh, was, uh, was originally going to be in that movie, but he had too much uh, body hair, so they yeah. told him no. I look like a werewolf right now. <laughs> yeah. it, it's not good. It, it makes it very difficult for me to bathe because the soap gets stuck in my hair in chunks. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're in like 10 million different stables. You're in like the Midwest Militia. You're tagging with Jesse Bell Smothers. Do you have a favorite tag team partner? That No, I can't pick one. I like them That's all. I mean, obviously... Obviously, if I wasn't, you know, friends with them in the first place, I would never, you know, be tag team partners with them. But you're right. I mean, there's a lot of places at, you know, Shimmer, Jessica, and Jessica Havoc and Nevea and I are kind of aligned there. And then at um, WSU, you have myself, Allison Kay, and Jessica Havoc. And then down mm-hmm. in Florida, you have me, Nevea, and Jesse Bell. And then... Mm-hmm. Uh, between Shimmer and Femme Fatale. Femme Fatale, it's me, Allison, and Jessica as well, but I also have my manager, uh, Mademoiselle Rochelle, who is also all in the link. So I 
at one time, at one time, especially towards the beginning of my career, when Ashley Lane and Nevea were tag team champions at Shimmer, they defended the tag team titles outside of Shimmer. Well, Prezak had to okay the, you know, the title defense outside of Shimmer, and it would always be me and just whatever person was available, basically. So I, I told a lot of people, they're like, oh, who's your tag team partner? I'm like, oh, my tag team name is just random partners. <laughs> I'm like, because I never I never know who my tag team partners are going to be. At least now I'm established enough at these different places that they are legitimately my friends. They're not just, like, random person number two thrown in that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, if you want, I mean, if you want I'll, I'll, I'll tag with you if you're ever in need of one. I can do the uh, the cross-dressing gimmick, which I know you're a fan of, and I'll try to hide my body hair. <laughs> I, I, love, I love my drag queens. I love my Why? drag queens. Why? What is your obsession with that? Like, were you a RuPaul fan growing up? I, well, I knew who RuPaul was because, I mean, obviously she's an icon in, you know, the drag queen, you know, business. But um, yeah. when I was six, 15, when I first started working, I was going to a bowling alley all the time. And I ended up working there. My boss was gay. And for my 18th birthday, because I worked there for uh, six, seven years, mm-hmm. and he took me to my first drag show. And I just fell in love with it. I was like, wow, these people, I mean, because I find it hard. I love high heel shoes, but after about an hour, I'm like, these have got to go, because they hurt my feet. <laughs> but I see these drag queens in higher heels than I have on, and they're dancing and parading and being just straight up fabulous. And I'm like, yeah. how on earth? I'm just walking and my feet are killing me. How? And so it's like, I have a lot of respect for what they do. And then there's some of them, it's some of them that I've even met that are just unbelievably gorgeous as women and I'm like I need to like find out how you do your makeup or what you do because <laughs> I need to look like that more often especially in wrestling and a couple of weeks ago I went to a big RuPaul drag race show it's called Battle of the Seasons and mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of the girls from all the different seasons were on and I went up to one and I, I was talking to her her name happens to be Manila and I was like, oh, Manila, you know, I met you before. I just want to say that, you know, and she, you know, it's just like me. I meet people every day, especially with wrestling. I don't remember everybody's mm-hmm. face, so I didn't expect her to remember mine. So I was like, yeah. yeah, I met you down in North Carolina. And she's like, oh, do you live there? Do you live here? Like, you know, just having conversation. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was down in North Carolina for a show. And she's like, oh, an adult show? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm a professional wrestler. She's like, oh, my God, like, glow? And I'm like, yeah, like, glow, you know, I wrestled WWE style. It's a little bit more, um, you know, violent than glow. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I do. And she's like, oh, honey, you are a drag queen. Your costumes are so pretty. So I'm like, great, <laughs> now I have all this pressure on me. i got to, like, step up my hair and makeup for these shows because <laughs> I'm partially a drag queen. And I'm like, oh, God, like, the pressure is so demanding. And then, you know, the last night I'm wrestling Maria, who's drop-dead gorgeous, and I'm like, no pressure. I'm, a, I'm, you know, a drag queen, and I'm wrestling Maria. No pressure whatsoever. I'm trying to be like gorgeous here. <laughs> do you ever, do you ever make your boyfriend dress like a drag queen to amuse you, or <laughs> no, <laughs> like a no, no? My fiance, he doesn't quite understand my infatuation, but he's, just, he's like happy that because he lives, you know, in Canada right now. So he's happy that when I do go out to the bars, it's to a gay club, and he doesn't ever have to worry about any men hitting on me because they don't particularly care for women. 
So, yeah. you know, and this to me is like, I don't ever have to worry except for at wrestling shows. And I'm like, for me, once I met him, that was game over for me. I was just like, how did, how did you meet him? People? Was it at a show? It was. Um, it was actually really cute. And I'm I'm kind of aggressive in personality, I guess you could say. And, and I saw him, He it was an all-women show in Montreal. And he was talking to my manager, uh, Mademoiselle Rochelle. Well, she... We had just joined up on that show with her on the first half, and this is, you know, intermission. So there was no room next to us for her to move her stuff to sell, you know, her pictures and, and T-shirts and stuff like that. So she just yeah. stayed where she was, and, and he was talking to her, and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, please don't stare. Like, I got to, like, not look at this man or else I'm just going to, like, look like a creepy American woman that's just, like, crazed over here. So I asked her about him in the locker room when we went back. I was like, who was that guy? And she's like, oh, that's Chris. And I was like, all right, you're Chris. Perfect. So after the show, I was trying to, like, include him in a story and a group of people that were all talking. And he kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. didn't really pay any bit of attention to me. And then as we're leaving, um, Jessica Havoc was still in the locker room. So, like, I turned around to yell for her, and he happened mm-hmm. to be walking by and, I outstretched my hand right in front of him. I was like, oh, hi, my name, my, my name's Stephanie. Hi, how are you? And he grabbed my hand, shook it, gave me a kiss, and it was all, it was all, all I was done. I was done. That's, that's very uh, romantic. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> that's it's, quite a story. It's, to some people, it's incredibly cheesy, but to me, like, prior to that situation, I was like, I never really ever thought that I would get married or I never wanted kids. I was, you know, just, dedicated to the way my life was and I was happy and then I met him and just my whole life did it when, when was it that you met him uh it would be July 7th of let's see it's 2013 so it would be 2011 oh so you so you already had a boyfriend when I met you in Miami then huh oh maybe it was 12 okay it was last yeah, it, year so I think it, it would yeah okay. all right no, so, it, so no my, I didn't my, my have anybody when I saw you my regret now is that I didn't hit on you more aggressively when we met. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and just, just for you're on the prowl, I would have definitely went for it. <laughs> just, just for laughs, uh, uh, Steffi, I actually uh, see you're you're a good girlfriend who doesn't put your boyfriend in drag. I actually dated a bad girlfriend that, with uh, my two female friends, ambushed me and forced makeup <laughs> and clothing all over me. I've just tweeted you the picture on the AskTV <laughs> Twitter account. I, I hope you know that I look horrible in drag. I, I, I wonder if Johnny will fare better, but I, I, I don't. I'm not good at the Tu Wong Fu John Leguizamo look, so it just didn't work for me. We need to do a photo shoot like that for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you're definitely. I'm guess, going uh, to Twitter right now. Look at it. <laughs> I'm assuming that you were Team Jacob, right? Because your boyfriend looks like a bit like Jacob from Twilight. He doesn't, I don't see that, but yeah, definitely, I actually was Team Jacob, I'm not going to lie. Know, you're, you're into the darker uh, type, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the tan yeah. kind of. Yeah. The whole, like, stereotype of tall, dark, handsome, that's, I fall into that completely. Yeah. What about short, hairy, and uh, muscular? Are you into that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my fiance is 100% Greek, so. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. What about just tall and dark? I, I don't think I do the handsome very well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tall, dark, and uh, average, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Two out of three ain't bad. Yeah, hey. I, I see the I see the drag picture with the Betty uh, with the Betty picture behind you. I love it. 
I, I definitely think, though, that I could personally take you and, you know, get you a nice little wig and do some more with your makeup. I think it would be, I could, you know, rock that out a little bit better. Uh-oh, I think that's going to end up being, like, a future segment on YouTube one of these days, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So you were, um, so did, you actually were in Florida, and obviously, I'm sure you, you recall this, you met, uh, his name is Minja Tran, and he looks like Jason Rivera a little bit, but shrunken down. You know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about. He actually, the first <laughs> time I met him, he had yeah. a um, Zack Ryder headband, and he <laughs> ended up, like, giving it to me to put on for the picture. It was very weird, but I was like, hey, okay, whatever. <laughs> cool. He is. He, so, yeah, I know who you're talking character. about, and I've seen you guys tweet about him before, so. Yeah, he actually, for those who don't know, he's a fan in uh, Tampa who goes to, like, every single indie show, and half the locker room hates him. And last time I was at Shine, Christina Von Erie almost beat him up because I think he tried to, like, steal something or she accused him of stealing something. And just watching her threaten him was, like, the funniest thing. And then the fact that he looks like Jason Rivera, but, like, in a shrunken-down midget version makes it even funnier. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm obsessed oh, with that kid. Oh, wow, <laughs> I didn't realize that people didn't like him. Like, I, you know, yeah. I when I see fans, you know, I just, you know, I greet them, take pictures, have them, you know, try nice. to buy whatever I yeah. No, I, you know, I just kind of do my own thing. I, I'm always yeah. in my own little world anyway. And, like, people are like, it's weird because a lot of people will be like, yeah, we've met before. And I'm like, I get dropped on my head a lot. <laughs> well, at least you remembered me. Sorry. I mean, that's all that matters. I well, you're you're very hard to forget. You don't allow people to forget who you are. <laughs> Everybody knows me. If you go backstage and say Johnny Landon, you're going to get a reaction, and it probably won't be a good one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you get, uh, like, throw, uh, Johnny gets, like, threatened and thrown out. Oh, he's here? Oh, where is he? I need to punch him in the face. That literally... Yeah, yeah Ricardo <laughs> Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah. So you were actually, um, Stephanie, you were double booked, uh, what was it, last night for WSU and the other show? Yeah, that's an interesting story because the promoter says one thing, and I know myself personally how it was handled. Um, we, Allison and I missed the show in February due to um, the weather. Um, we were not able to get there. It, it was a blizzard. I mean, what do you want from us? We're not going to drive eight hours and potentially yeah. kill ourselves in the process because mm-hmm. of a blizzard. And, you know, you know how Pennsylvania is. It's got mountains. Yeah. It's got, you know, hills and steep sides. And I'm like, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, so... We we ended up not going. Well, apparently that night he had given out all the dates for 2013. Well, I wasn't there. I was not in the locker room. I was at home. Mm. And uh, mm-hmm. so when I told him, I was like, look, October, he gave me, you know, in August or whatever, he's like, October 12th is our next date. And I'm like, I'm already booked. He's like, what do you mean? I gave you the dates. I'm like, no, you never gave me any dates except for this August one. Like, yeah. I had no idea about this show. And he was like, well, I don't understand what you're talking about because I gave all the dates in February. I'm like, I wasn't there in February. You know, it's not my <laughs> fault that, I mean, that was know, like a year I, ago. He could have at least reminded you. <laughs> right. Or at least, you know, emailed us all the dates or whatever. I mean, we have a private yeah, yeah. board on Facebook where it's just the roster where he can give us information, you know, mm-hmm. as far as dates and stuff like that. But so that didn't happen. It was just about, some kind of miscommunication between the both of us. And so I was never actually in my mind, booked for WSU, he just assumed I would be there. 
What is there? And as a champion, as a champion, that's probably a good thing to assume. But you you should still at least double check and ask before you're like, oh yeah, by the way, you're going to be in this match, and I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to be there. I'm already previously booked. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, as long as they don't strip you of the title, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I was there the previous month when Jessica and Allison weren't there. You know, Allison was doing her thing, big things, out in Japan, and, you know, mm-hmm. I don't fault her for that. Because, um, you know, when – this is taking it back a while. When LeBron left Cleveland, because that's the area that I'm from, is, is northeast Ohio, I don't mm-hmm. fault LeBron for leaving Cleveland to go <laughs> somewhere else to win a championship. <laughs> If yeah. you need to go somewhere else to improve your career or your business or win a championship, more power to you. I'm an athlete. I understand it. I don't like the way he handles it. Now, Allison went to Japan. She, you know, got to train in some of the dojos over there and it just expand her career. I mean, Japan on your resume is just amazing. But, you know, Jessica, for whatever reason, had some travel issues where she couldn't make it. And, you know, I yeah. called her out on that. You know, I don't think that that's cool. And then last night she, you know, talks. I, I didn't hear the promo or anything, whatever she said, but people had told me a little bit that, like, I chose not to be at that show. Well, I was previously booked elsewhere. That is not my problem or my fault. Was that fault. a shoot that is or the, is that, like, work? Is it a work or is it a shoot? Like, is she legitimately dissing you or? I have no idea. I have not personally talked to Jessica since that moment, or, well, since Shine last week, and I thought everything was cool. So I don't know what the case is yet. We'll have to figure all of that out here in the next couple of weeks before I see her at Shine. I'll beat her up for you. I think it's all right because she's actually bigger than me, so I'm allowed to do that. Steph, you mentioned uh, Cleveland sports teams, and I just have to ask because uh, I know that one of our uh, one of our buddies like disappeared from Earth, who, who's from the area, Michael Hutter, after the Indians lost a couple weeks ago. Were you equally as depressed <laughs> when that happened? Um, no, I can't say that I was. Um, the Indians, I do follow them. I do like them, but. I don't get that depressed over them losing, <laughs> you know, especially since 1995, you know. It's just something I've come to kind of expect. And baseball is not my primary sport. Football yeah. is. Like today, uh, you know, 45 minutes before, you know, the show started, I was, you know, throwing shit around my house and, you know, not very happy because uh, uh, Brandon yeah, and I- the quarterback for the Browns. I just, oh, my God, like. I, I think he's the problem. I don't, like he had a good first half, and then the second half, he's like, oh, I forgot to throw a ball to the Browns players. I'm just going to throw him to the Detroit Lions. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> I, I, guarantee, <laughs> I think we could have him on the show. I, I we'll have him on the show and let you know what I want. Our buddy Heavy said of the Ohio <laughs> Report on Twitter, a big fan of yours as well, I guarantee he's loving the fact that you, you're such a, a football girl. He's a big football guy. He's listening I, I love football. Like, uh, the game I'm watching now, Tennessee and Seattle, I don't really care who wins, who loses, but I at least like to keep up on, you know, what's going on around the sport. Like, I'm kind of pissed that Pittsburgh lost today, or won today, because I was really having a good time going, hey, Browns are in first place. Oh, where's the Steelers? Oh, they haven't won a game yet. That's awesome. You know more about football than I do. You know, you're more, you're like more, uh, I don't want to say manly, but you're more of a man than I am. I don't know anything about sports, but I know it can fit into a symbol. <laughs> you know, it, it's I, funny because you, you 
you uh you you were mentioning before WSU you were talking about how you were supposed to be at the show had you been there I would have gone because Barbie Hayden who's actually a friend of this show um I told her I was going to go but at the last second I couldn't and I I honestly I have heat with so many people there that if I showed up at WSU I'd probably get attacked like that guy who showed his penis to the feminists in Brazil <laughs> <laughs> So um I mean I'm thinking next time you're there if you and Barbie are both there I'll go down you guys can protect me from Chris Dickinson and uh, I'll protect you from Jessica Havoc if there's any heat there all right, sounds good. Yeah, Dickinson, actually, <laughs> if you had heat with him, you would have loved it. At the last show was the Uncensored Rumble. And he mm-hmm. took out Veda Scott and ended up taking her place in the Rumble. So when he got in, mm-hmm. he did a little face-off with Addie Starr. But I was like, screw this. This is a dude in a woman's ring. Like, I do not appreciate this. I do not yeah. go into, well, sometimes promote Why is he here? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, him. They, like, they, 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 I understand that he has a vagina, but that doesn't mean that he should be in there with women <laughs> like yourself. Especially since I know for a fact that he gets off on stiffing women and being uh, dangerous to them in the ring. I know him because I've known him for like 12 years now, and I know that he's a jerk off, and I know that he'll do whatever he wants to put himself over and make them else look bad. So I don't think that it's safe having him there, but that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Johnny, Johnny right. and Dickinson are like Sherlock Holmes and Moriarty. This goes back like to when they were like children. Dude, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's funny because I saw, like, if there's a mixed tag match or whatever, I'm completely fine with a man being on the WSU shows. But I was on my Facebook, and I had noticed JT Dunn had posted something Friday evening that said um, me and Chris Dickinson just had a war at WSU. So I commented, wait, wait, what does the W stand for? I was pretty sure it was women's. I would just be like, and, dude, you, know, you have a cooter? Like, what's up with that? <laughs> you know, at least yeah, they could like have dressed said. like the Golden Gals. They like, should have did drag <laughs> matches. They should have had, like, a drag queen match, like yeah, uh, he, Patterson and Bristol. He could have come out like an old lady, like uh, like Hot Young Riley and Michael Hutter and Trent do. <laughs> uh, yeah, he could be the fourth one. Because they're, they're down one, because there's only three of them, and there are four Golden Girls. So he could be the fourth. Did, did, did JT Dunn or whatever get mad at you for saying that, or no? No, he actually liked the comment. He really didn't, you know, say anything back to me about it, and nor did anybody else who commented on it. But, I like, I've, I've had this issue before with, with the promoter of WSU. I'm like, why are all these guys here? Like, granted, I get it that, you know, the main show, we run right before CCW. I get yeah. that there's men here, but that does not mean we have to use them. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I really don't understand that. It's it's just a bunch of guys who probably want to get dates and they show up there. Like, hey, let me wrestle. Let me wrestle this girl so I can cop a feel, bro. And trust yeah, me, trust I don't, me. I don't understand the the logic there, but and you know, there's been a lot of fans that have especially one in particular that has been very vocal about how this makes no sense and there shouldn't be men on these shows and WSU has lost mm-hmm. a lot of their original fan base. Yeah, and you know a lot of people yeah. they I they comment that. to me about it, and I'm like, look, I show up, I do a job, and then I go home. Like I have nothing to do with you know a lot of the booking scenarios. You know, I voice my opinion on a lot of things because you know being almost seven years in, not that I have every right to you know make a bunch of you know com you know comments or whatever, but I feel that there's some things that if they're going on that's not right that I being actually one of the veterans at WSU now, I have a right to kind of speak my mind about it. Exactly. 
Yeah, I agree. If you want, we'll start our own uh, yeah, I mean, women's league. Me and uh, we'll get uh, Edward, who owns ISW and books it. We'll, we'll, I'm going to get him to start a women's league. It'll be called the Landon Ladies uh, Wrestling Federation, and yeah. I'll book you and I'll give you the title. We promised that, that Johnny say, wasn't. Do you, do you think that that would go over well with a lot of the ladies that apparently you already have heat with? <laughs> <laughs> I think that they would be flattered. Look at my abs. He has heat with even more after after WrestleMania, after that moment where he walked into the locker room by accident at WrestleCon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. You were there at that show. We went, uh, what was it, Shimmer? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, WrestleMania weekend, I went in through the back <laughs> by accident. It was like a scene in a movie because I couldn't find the front at WrestleCon. And I walked in, and there's, like, a bunch of girls, like, putting on their gear and stuff. And it was just, like, a scene out of a movie. Like, I just busted up laughing. I turned like, around and started running like a Kenyan because I thought we were going to get killed at that point. Like, yeah, yeah, that was great. <laughs> wow, I didn't know about that. But, yeah, I was definitely in the locker room, so I don't know where I would have been at that moment. But Yeah. Because, I mean, the locker room was pretty wide open. It wasn't like, you know, there's many dimensions to it. It was just a big curtain that was up. Yeah. 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 So, Riv, do we have callers? Yeah, we actually do uh, have callers. We'll be taking callers. Of course, the number is uh, 646-727-2364. You can call in via Skype toll-free. Uh, we're going to let our first caller on the line now. Uh, caller, you are on Asked with Riven Landon and Sassy Steffi. Who are we speaking with? Hello, this is Tom Fletty. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Not, uh, not this guy again. This is, this this guy is has Ashley a- Miller's husband, Count Freddy. Hello, okay. Hello. I just wanted to ask Sassy what type of floor arrangements we should have at our wedding because she's my fiance. I thought <laughs> I, I am. Thought the <laughs> yes, the wedding is tomorrow and you're all invited. Oh, okay. Well, um I was unaware of this and um I'll have to check my schedule, but I like roses. Yeah. Well, we have a lot in common. We both like Harry Potter and Twilight, and we also both pee sitting down. Yeah, okay. That is a lot in common. Uh, and she has red hair like my idol, Ronald McDonald. Yeah, Ronald McDonald is a clown, though, and clowns are not cool. Yeah, clowns no, are they got the hair. But stupid Derek Beatman, he ruined my last marriage to Andre Marie because he got her fired because he got a bad haircut. Oh, really? I challenged him to a match, but he never showed up, and I won by default. Well, that's cool, because he's, you know, he's a fellow Cleveland person like myself, and he's one tough guy. I, I bet you should be glad that he did not show up. He's a, he, he wrestles like a, a, a girl. I'm not afraid of him. I could take hey, him. Hey, hey, I take a face hey, for that. Hey. I wrestle like a girl. <laughs> yeah. Your marriage is also this, a bad start, Count Freddy. I, yeah, I have this to is, ask this Abby is not going to end good, buddy. I have to ask you a question. I know that you're in a group called the Midwest Militia, but I yes. want to invite you to my group, the Vampires Club. Well, you know, like we were discussing <laughs> a few minutes ago, I was Team Jacob, so I'm on the werewolf side of things. But you could be the vice president. Oh, you just have to wear your costume and your fangs. She likes me better. I have body hair. Freddie, I hate to tell you this, but I don't think your your marriage to Sassy Steffi is going to end well. She's going to take half your crayons and divorce. 
And I think that's no, going to that, work out very badly. You can't have my crowns. I like the red one. <laughs> okay, Count Freddy. Okay, uh, so the wedding is tomorrow, and I'll see you there. Make sure you come with all sorts of candy. Okay, well, make sure you send me the address of where I'm supposed to show up to, to my Facebook or my Twitter, okay? Okay, I'll see you tomorrow at wedding. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Count Freddy. That okay. guy is a uh, trip. Yeah, he's he's actually like 34 years old and, and he lives with his parents. Yeah, uh, he's he's you know he's he's hey hey, hey 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 I'm only 33 <laughs> years old. Well, 32, I'll be 33 in uh in November. But uh, <laughs> Steffi, we promise that this next caller won't be near as weird or awkward or uh, threatened to forcibly marry you. Uh, well, we this, hope not. Yeah, this is a surprise. Well, he didn't uh, really forcibly tell me. Well, he kind of forcibly told me I was going to marry him, but like I said, I don't know where I'm going. And uh, uh, spoiler alert, I'm not going to show up. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't either. Uh, so let's get uh, let's get this next caller on the line. Uh, mystery caller, you are on the air. Who are we speaking with? You are speaking with Sassy Stephanie Songwriter. <laughs> I love... How's oh, it's uh, Yeah. Is this Count Freddy? Yeah. Oh. No. <laughs> no, he writes songs and puts them on my Facebook. His name's John. Yeah, and oh. he's the one who gave those Triple H DVDs when I met you last year at the Uncensored Rumble. Yeah, I totally I... remember you. Yeah, great to talk to you again. Definitely. How are you? Do you have, do you have any songs, Freddy? I want, to hear, I want to hear you sing a song to her right now. Well, I definitely remember which one she said was a favorite, and I have it ready. My name is Sassy Steph B, and I'm a radio ho-host. It's what I love the mo-host. It makes me enjoy my toe-host when I talk to all my faux-hosts. It's like I'm on the West Coast proposing a toe-host to a scary ghost. My name is Sassy Steph B, your radio ho-host. <laughs> okay, thank you. That was that. Uh, you know, Riv, we had uh, a Grammy winner on last week. I think that deserves a Grammy itself. Yeah, yeah, right or, or he, yeah. He does wonderful. He's very creative with some of his uh, songs that he comes up with, and I know that I'm not the only person that he serenades on Facebook with different songs that he writes. Why doesn't he write us a song? I want a theme song yeah. for the show. Yeah, yeah this I, I'd love. I'd love I gotta get. I gotta get to like it's Johnny, right? Yeah, Johnny yeah. And, yeah. and Riv. Or Rip and Landon, Jason and Johnny, the yeah. two Hispanic guys that don't ever get lucky. <laughs> Johnny, here comes the night. Somebody tell Jason to turn on the light because Sassy Stephanie is getting home from her fight and she needs to make sure the house looks bright so she can sleep tight before she goes out to fly her kite. I like this guy. See, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I think we need to hire him. He's, uh, a, he's our he's our band. Like they have like David Letterman has his band. He's our band. He's our Paul yeah, Schaefer. He's, he's our Kevin Eubanks. <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, the, the only thing this is missing is, of course, uh, another asked guest who calls in Johnny Clash, and he would propose marriage to you and offer you uh, gifts such as uh, the blue ring pops and yeah. uh, iPods and all of that because that's that's what he does. So I'm surprised he hasn't called and proposed to you yet either. So am I. Well, uh, you know, I, I do have an Amazon wish list. Oh, there you go. He loves <laughs> so Johnny, we. Clash, Johnny Clash loves wish lists. So this yeah. is, you're probably about to make bank when he hears this. 
<laughs> we actually have wishlists ourselves. We made them for the show, and uh, we wanted to see if anyone would buy us stuff, and we barely got anything. <laughs> yeah, and, and, this, uh, and this one Arab girl in New Jersey bought Johnny Landon like 12 things, and he beat me by exactly $1. Yeah, I, I, I got oh. more stuff by $1. <laughs> <laughs> Rip, do we have any other callers now that we're done being serenaded by this man's beautiful voice? No, we, we do not, actually. Oh, okay. Well, th- I, do you have any final words for Sassy Steffi, Mr. John? Whatever your yeah. name is. Yeah. My my question is, what are your thoughts of the way, like, I know you got into it earlier, but what are your thoughts since Sean left WSC the way the promotion has gone, like when we lost many of these people that have not been booked or have left, like Mercedes, Alicia, Leif, Bates. What are your thoughts on that and how the promotion has been going when they've been going to CCW? Well, I think now it's a totally different direction, which is to be expected. It's two different people's visions, obviously. So you have Sean the Mick, who had a specific vision, and now you have um, Drew Cordero, who has a different direction that he's going with. And, you know, I think some of the roster that has left is obviously very beneficial for WSU proceeding forward. Not though I, I really, really, really miss Mercedes Martinez. Um, she's, like I said earlier, somebody that I truly respect and look up to like you have no idea. She's, you know, always been a constant professional. You know, she handles things very well. She's ne- I've never seen her truly angry. And, you know, Latinas, sometimes they can have very, you know, fiery tempers, but she's always kept her cool, and she's somebody that I just look up to tremendously. So I think losing her is, is terrible. I think losing Leva is terrible. I think, honestly, Leva is one of the most underrated women's wrestlers in this world right now. I don't think people give her the proper credit that she deserves. I agree. She's great. And, um, you know, losing those two are, are really terrible. Some of the other people, you know, they were they're dead weight anyway, in my opinion. Um, but now you have Drew, who is, um, you know, accompanied with CCW, and also another smaller company, and he's able to bring in people like Christina Von Erie, who had never previously been in WSU, um, and other women like Barbie Hayden, Claudia DeSolis, you know, all from Texas. And I think that the gain there, as far as the roster is concerned, is unbelievable. Uh, unfortunately, the loss of Mercedes and Leva is terrible, but I think that we're gaining some up-and-coming girls that are, are great, and I think that's going to be beneficial for the way that Drew is running the company. Um, I have no bad things to say about Sean the Mick. I know a lot of people do, and that's their own, you know, cup of tea, their own bag of candy, whatever you want to call it, that they have to deal with. He gave me an opportunity, and I was able to run with it. Um, my first match there was Amber O'Neill and then Cindy Rogers, and then either my third or fourth match, I was wrestling Angelina Love. You know, to take somebody who I was only three years in the business at that time and give them the opportunity to work someone like an Angelina Love who was on TNA at the time, you know, it's very, it's a big risk for him to do. And her and I went out there, and people said that we actually had, like, a good wrestling clinic. Like, they did not expect that out of a sassy, sassy Angelina Love match. And they were very impressed. So he took this giant leap with us, and we ended up paying off. And that's where I think my career really started to take off. So, now, you know, if, like if I said, only people he can say whatever only, they want. But. If, if only he would give you your dates that uh, you're booked for via email. Well, that, be that's good. true. <laughs> that's true. That's the new promoter. Mick is the old promoter. 
Um, you know, besides oh, okay. that miscommunication between me and Drew, um, you know, I think his vision, like I said, is completely different. But I think it's still a decent <laughs> vision. It's just the way it's got to come out to the people. You know, some people are going to love it, some people are going to hate it. Chris Dickinson with a boner and a belly and body hair flopping around the ring. That's his vision. <laughs> Landon's already, yeah, we'll send, we'll send Landon to, uh, to have a confrontation with him. But, I'm going to ask you with everybody that's you, even the promoter. I want to get jumped. Yeah, Landon will at least show up in drag, so it doesn't. It, it's not as bad. Yeah, they should in bed. Come on now. I'm great. Like, you know, I don't, I don't fault him for, you know, the miscommunication on the dates. And, you know, that what I fault him for is – assuming that I was booked when I already had previous dates because I did not know that that was the date that we had. So that's just a miscommunication on both of our parts. Um, you know, and I take fault into that as well. Um, yeah. But I, there's definitely things that I don't necessarily approve of, but like I said, I show up, I do my job, and then I go home. So yeah. as long as my pay is there and I don't get injured, I have no problems working for WSU. Well, I guess oh. that's the bottom line. So now, now, now they won't have you know. I don't want anyone to think that you're talking trash about them. Only I am, and it's more about Dickinson. So, <laughs> yeah. so Steffi, do you have any upcoming shows or events you'd like to plug before we uh, wrap up? Oh my goodness! Um, well, we're in currently in the women's fight season, and um, uh, half the month's already done. But this weekend we have Shimmer in Chicago. We have two tapings, two days, or it's four tapings, two days in a row, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. That's in um, Berwyn, Illinois, which is just right outside of downtown Chicago. Definitely, if you love women's wrestling, this is by far the best women's wrestling in the world. Not just the United States, but the world. They bring in girls from Japan, Australia, New Zealand, England. Um, There's been girls from Croatia. Uh, girls from Canada, girls from Mexico, girls from all over the world. Hands down, this place is the best women's wrestling in the world. And Mm -hmm. you're never going to find anything else like that in the United States. Um, And then the week after that, I have Shine Wrestling, which my match is already announced. It's myself, Jesse Bell, and Nevaeh, which is known as the S&S Express, versus Santana, Amber O'Neill, and Leva Bates. And like I said, Leva extremely underrated. I think both Amber O'Neill is extremely underrated, as well as Santana. I, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is. Santana lives in that Central Florida area, and why she isn't signed to either WWE or TNA is a crime against humanity. The girl is gorgeous. Yeah. She's talented, and she has charisma. And mm-hmm. you know, if I wasn't wrestling her and wanting to kick her face in, then you know, <laughs> I would. I would say even more nice things about her. But, I mean, uh, honestly, that's a great team for us to go up against. But you have myself, Jesse Bell, and Nevaeh, who are also very talented wrestlers in our own rights. Nevaeh, very, very technically sound. Um, Jesse Bell, she knows her way around the ring as well. And then myself, you put us all three together. I think we're, you know, we're, we have not been defeated yet at, um, at Shine, Jesse and myself and then Nevaeh. So I think that uh, this is going to be definitely a good match for us, and you know it'll tie up a lot of stories because we, you know, ended up beating um, the American Sweethearts last show, and Nevada beat Leva with the help maybe of me and Jesse, maybe, maybe. Hmm. Um, well, so it's gonna it's gonna wrap up some stuff, and it's gonna be amazing. And then 
pretty much uh, November and December. I don't really have anything yet except for WSU in December. So, But I'm looking forward to uh, any other bookings, if anybody's looking to book somebody. I'm available both months for the most part. And uh, But December I How pretty much take off. They can contact me um, on Facebook or Twitter. Um, I have official, Facebook.com official Sassy Steffi. It's my like page. Unfortunately, I have too many people on my one page. So they won't let me add anymore, so that's why I have the like page. And then yeah. on Twitter, it's Sassy, you know, Sassy Steffi. And if you want to see all sorts of cool, fun pictures, I'm on Instagram. You know, I post everything from my whole life, so you see my family, <laughs> my friends. You know, and you I follow was on me, vacation last week. I do, I do follow you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm <welcome>. so flattered. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks a lot, Steffi, for being on the show. Uh, also, your uh, October show in in, in uh, Berwyn, I believe that uh, a producer from the show, uh, Nick Cranky Riv, as he calls himself on Twitter, will be there. So I'm sure I'm sure he'll uh, be there, and I'm hoping that some of our other listeners out in Chicago will make the show as well. That would be great, and if you know you guys show up, come say hi and say that you heard me on the show, and let me know what you think. Definitely, thanks a lot, Will Stephanie. Do. We appreciate you being on the show. Yes, thanks for coming Anytime. on. Anytime, it podcast. was fun. It was fun. Yeah, I'd I, love to do it again you. at some point in time. Yeah, we promise next time we'll try to keep Count Freddie away from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have a so, good one. Like I said, it's it's all right. Like I handle situations. You know, there's some odd people out there and you know you got to handle it the way you handle it and you know i'm usually <laughs> calm cool and collected until you piss me off so he was he, fine he's at home no eating boogers now i'm sure he's at home <laughs> eating his boogers and smiling he, he's at home eating his snot and smiling because you because you talked to him <laughs> yeah. well i'm glad that i could make his day he definitely made mine i got my <laughs> well uh you know i got a marriage proposal out of this show today so i mean that's pretty pretty cool i guess Although, if you ask every girl to marry him, I'm kind of offended. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks a lot, Steffi. Take care and uh, enjoy the football game. Thank you very much. Have a good night, guys. You too. That was a lot of fun. Now, we will be back in just a few minutes with with our next guest. Will you tell us about who our next uh, big guest is, Johnny? Former Jersey Shore star Angelina Pivarnik, who is now venturing into the world of pro wrestling, and we're here to kind of warn her and get her thoughts on the crazy yeah. world of wrestling. Well, it's funny because you mentioned that because I know that she has an upcoming event with a longtime uh, friend of the show, Damian Darling. Uh, yeah, they're going to be wrestling together in Jersey. Uh, we're going to ask her all about that. I'm sure she'll give us a date. So definitely. But yeah. for- First, I think we need to take a quick break so that we could uh, regather our thoughts and, and go the rest. We have the Ask 411? Yeah, we have the special. Now, for all of you listening to the show, we have the special Ask 411 with Alice Radley of the Rational Wrestling Review, reading all of the important things going on in all things asked with Riv and Landon. So be sure to listen to this important update right now. <laughs> This is Alice Radley, host of the RWR podcast, here to give you this week's Asked 411. Rookie indie wrestler and Asked producer Johnny Clash was recently involved in a brawl at a hockey game that turned bloody. Clash was attacked for cheering the opposing team at a Rangers game. Clash was attacked by a group of five grown men whose maturity levels were said to rival that of an 11-year-old with Down syndrome. Clash immediately reported the incident to Johnny Landon, who denied him any time off and insisted he make more graphics for the show. 
Former NXT star and frequent asked guest Michael Hutter recently resurfaced online after deleting all his tweets and seemingly vanishing from the internet. Hutter, whose original Twitter account was attacked by TNA star Ethan Carter III, created a new Twitter account and followed all of his friends once again. There was some internal worry that Hutter had married fellow golden gal Hot Young Briley and left the group of internet miscreants behind once and for all. Former Asked host Glenn Z was so excited to see Michael Hutter's return to social media that he reportedly blew a load while driving to work. The load, which was said to be warm and creamy, was so difficult to remove from Glenn's car interior that he has resorted to telling friends and co-workers that it was a tartar sauce spill. Asked producer John Eric Cologne is said to be ecstatic about this year's New York Comic Con. John Eric told the Asked News Department that he waited all year for this event and purchased $300 VIP passes to be able to get a glimpse of his favorite nerd icons, such as Will Wheaton, Macaulay Culkin, and Dax Shepard. Although he spends most of his time making inappropriate jokes on Facebook, it's obvious that Comic-Con is no laughing matter to John, who walked away with a large poster of The Undertaker and a portrait of Michael J. Fox. As of this time, there is no word yet on whether or not John Eric will be bidding on Michael Hutter's use type on eBay. That's all for this week's Ask 411. If you have any other Ask news, feel free to submit it to at AskCSTC on Twitter. Also, be sure to listen to my show, The RWR Podcast, at rwrpodcast.com, and follow me on Twitter, at Alice Radley. Good night, and good afternoon. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Raven Landing Show. All right, we are back. All right, finally. And we're... <laughs> Get Angelina on. Now getting special guest, Angelina Pivarnik, joining us on the line. Angelina, how are you doing? Hi. How hey, are you? Uh, hi. Uh, I wanted to apologize for being late. Our last guest ran over in time, so, uh, you know, don't be mad at me, please. Oh, no, 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 it's okay. I'm at a family party, so, um, yeah, it's, it's no big deal. <laughs> so, um, can I get a, uh, hello from you well, before we start this interview? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yo, you really, really want me to do that? <laughs> Please right, do it. Fine, um, <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of the Jersey Shore intro. Me and my mom used to quote that nonstop. So that's oh, an honor. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> so um, I want to know, you're obviously venturing into wrestling now. But you're, I mean, here's the thing. You're a bigger star than almost everyone in wrestling. What would possess you to want to become a pro wrestler? You know, um, MTV just brought it to my attention one day, and um, they were just like, you know, do you want to do TNA? And I said, I really, I, I watched Hulk Hogan growing up as a kid, and I really like him, and I think he's a great wrestler. And, I mean, he's getting older now and everything, but, you know, like I grew up watching him. So I said, yeah. you know what, I think, it, I think it would be a pretty cool idea for me to, um, for me to start doing something like that. Yeah, so when you were in TNA, uh, obviously you were there, like, what was it, three years ago? How how was that, and what was it like working with Robbie E. and Cookie? Well, Robbie is still one of my very good friends, so we're very close still. Um, mm-hmm. Cookie was really cool. I don't think she works there anymore, honestly. I don't know no, what happened. No, they let her go. Is, but, yeah, they let her go, and um, she yeah. was cool. A lot of the people that were there, they didn't like her too much, but I, I liked her. I thought she was a nice girl. Um I had a fun time. I really had a fun time hanging out with them and, like, 
them teaching me the moves and, you know, seeing Hulk Hogan and, you know, since I lived with um with Hulk Hogan's ex-wife, um, mm-hmm. Linda on the show, Couples, Couples Therapy on VH1, it was, yeah. I, I, I met Hulk way before that. So I just, I thought it was so weird that, like, I met Hulk and everything and he kind of taught me a few things and, and then, like, I don't know, like a year, two years later, I'm, like, living with his ex-wife in a house. <laughs> What was that like, living with Linda Hogan and DMX? (laughs) Oh, my God. Honestly, I love DMX. I think he's so cool. I just think that... I just think he's he's such a chill dude. When I met him, I had nothing there to say about him. Me and him created such a good bond. Like, he was calling me his little Beano. It's like, I don't know, that means, like, he be knowing and stuff, which is, like, cute. It's like a little inside joke between me and him. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I really hope he's on the right track, though, because I know, like, drugs and stuff or whatever, I know that it yeah. could definitely, like, it could definitely screw with you, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So when you worked for TNA, did they pay you in time, or was there uh, any problems with that? Because I know now they're pretty much firing everyone left and right because they can't pay him. Yeah, even even Hulk Hogan has left. Even Hulk Hogan got fired. <laughs> what do you mean he got what? Yeah, Hogan he left the company. TNA. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? What oh. the hell? When did this? Wait. When did this happen? Like two weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Are it you, hasn't been long. Are you? Are you kidding me? No. No. Hogan's out. Yeah. It's weird, right? I think it's like they just—they can't keep anyone in the company. Everybody's—it's like a revolving door. <laughs> you know what? Like, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, I got paid a, a good amount of money for that, and I really don't want to—you know—disclose of how much, but. I will tell you that um, when I was trying to get paid, it was a little difficult at one point, and then um, finally I had I had to call Dixie Carter myself. Wow. And, yeah, I mean, I I I met her like I like I met her and stuff, and I thought she was nice too, but I didn't understand what would happen, and yeah. I put the check I put the check in so and it cleared, but it took me a little bit to get paid. Yeah. I don't know if that's happening. I don't that's, know if that's, that's happening to everybody, though. Some people yeah, don't even get checks. Yeah. Some people don't even get paid. It's like, it's, it's really weird, and I've seen a lot of that being reported, so that doesn't really surprise me. But um, I know that now you're you're going to be doing an indie wrestling show, right, in a few weeks in uh, Jersey, I believe it is? Yeah, I'm going to be doing that with Jarrett. Um, me and Jarrett, we're, we're like uh, a tag team, and... We're supposed to be, I believe we're supposed to be the good guys, so we'll see what happens with that, and uh, it's supposed to be a fun time, so. I, I don't know, I don't know if you could, I think, like, you're, like, the ultimate bad guy from Jersey Shore, and, like, everybody hates you for no apparent reason, I have no idea why, so we'll see if, if, if people cheer you or not, I guess, right? Yeah. Listen, I don't really care if they cheer me or not, if they want to boo me, I like being booed, too, so it's all good. If you get a reaction, that's all that matters. Yeah. Yeah. 
I agree with you. I don't know how anyone could hate you. You're so nice. <laughs> but when you, when you talk about obviously reality TV stars, and, and there are there are several that have branched out in the wrestling. Of course, the most notable being uh, Real World's Mike Mizanin. I mean, uh, do you think that there are certain negative stigmas that are going to be attached to you branching out into wrestling uh, from a reality TV show initially, uh, getting your roots there? Do you, do you run into a lot of it where it's just like, oh, you're just some reality TV star, some you know they, these type of nerdy take wrestling too seriously types. Are like, you don't belong here. You're ruining my wrestling. Oh, yeah. yeah, has anybody, have you, like, faced a lot of adversity venturing into wrestling from reality TV? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you know what? It is what it is. But even, like, right now I'm in acting school, and, like, I'm mm-hmm. taking acting very seriously and everything. And you know what? I really don't care what anyone has to say about me. So if yeah. people are going to be negative, like, oh, she was just some girl on a reality show. She can't be an actress. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm setting my goals. And my goals are very, I'm striving for what I want, and that's all that, that that's all I need. I don't care what anybody says. And you know what? If people are going to be haters, at the end of the day, I can't please everybody, right? So that's it, you know? As long as you're pleased with yourself, that's all that matters. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's I am, I am very happy with my life. I have an amazing, amazing life. I have amazing friends. I have amazing family. I don't need, I don't really care, you know what I mean? And that's just point blank. And that's what, that's what people in this industry should have that kind of mindset because you know what you're not going to please everybody in this business it doesn't matter if you're wrestling if you're acting if you're singing i mean look at drake he's and drake is like such a huge rapper and people hate on him left and right i mean but they're still buying his records so myself included (laughs) yeah i i I, I just want to point out that i love I love your uh, your Staten Island accent and your attitude because I'm originally from Staten Island myself, and uh, oh, cool. it's, it's, it warms my heart. I actually, you know what, I met you in 2006 before you were famous at a club, and uh, I, I completely forgot about this until one of my friends brought it up. So uh, I just, for anyone listening, yeah, I've met Angelina, and she actually is as nice in person as she is on Twitter and everywhere else. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a nice girl. I have a very big heart. I'm a very outgoing person. I'm very down to earth, and TV portrays me as a different a different way. But you know what? Like right now, I'm at a family party with all my family. My some of my friends are here, and honestly, this is just like nobody looks at me as like Angelina from Jersey Shore. They look at me as you know just normal Angelina from Staten Island, born and raised. I'm 27 years old, and you know, my family embraces me for who I am, and that's all that matters at the end of the day, you know? Do you mm-hmm. think, now, now having done reality TV, now like you said, do you think that there's a sort of more focus on vilifying you, that there's a lot that wasn't seen when the cameras weren't rolling as far as who you are, that, that it's just thrown in the way to sort of like demonize you as as a villain uh, on TV, on your time on MTV's Jersey Shore? I mean, yeah, I mean, every show is like that. I mean, I don't, I don't know one show that that doesn't, that, that doesn't kind of have acting involved. I mean, a lot of the stuff you don't yeah. see, a lot of the things are portrayed differently, a lot of editing is involved, and a lot of, there's a lot of things on Jersey Shore you didn't see. And you know what? I, I mean, at this point, it is what it is. It's been two years. It's been, what, how many years? Two, like a year and a half, two years now that the show hasn't been on. Um, I mean, the repeats are off, but you know what I mean. And yeah. Do you still talk to any of those guys? I do. I, I talk to some of them, yeah. Is the situation still alive? Because I haven't seen him anywhere <laughs> like a year. <laughs> oh my god! I, I don't. I mean, listen. I don't know if he's alive. I don't talk to him. That's for sure. He, oh well, go ahead. 
Michael J. Fox and Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah, he disappeared. He faded away. <laughs> so, Angela, who, who trained you how to wrestle? Because I know that, like, I heard that you were training in Jersey. I don't remember with who. I went, um, I was with Gary. He works for TMD. And, um, and like I said, he's actually the one that's going to be doing the, that's going to be my, my, on my team. Okay. And, um, he actually, he, he trained me in Jersey, but he didn't train me when I, when I did the TNA. Um, I had a couple of them training me. I had Robbie E. training me. You know, I, I know Hulk Hogan taught me a few things. And, um, you know, Kurt, Kurt Angle. And all those guys. So it was it was a really fun time, and I really enjoyed learning that from them. You know, because they're, they're how, how many how many matches have you had? How many matches I've have had, you had so far? I've had that one, and then I did one in Staten Island, and then I did another one, so three, three all together. Nice, nice. And, uh, when is the uh, the next one? What's the date, and where is it going to be? So that way, we can get that out of the way, and I can uh, tell everyone to go see you. I might even go. Oh, are you? Where do you live? Uh, I'm up in Pennsylvania, but I, I'm, I drive down to Jersey for shows sometimes. So, you know, and I have family in Staten Island still, so I actually might uh, consider showing up. And my friend Damien's going to be working the same show as you as well. So, yeah, Damien Darling, who's been on yeah. the show a few times. Oh, yep. yeah, I know Damien. You know I went to high school with him, right? Yeah, yeah, Wagner, right? Yeah, I went to high school with him. Isn't that funny? Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is funny. Um, yeah, he, we're all connected. It's in yeah, we really are, though. Um, it's in November. I have to look up the exact date. Do you have the exact date on you? I don't with me, but what I'll do is when you send it to me, I'll announce it on the air on the show. Uh, November ninth, two 2013? Is that it? With yeah. Damien? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. It's the same one. Yeah, it's the same one. And um, so, yeah, so I'm excited to see him. I haven't seen him in years. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a, a finishing move plan that you're going to use? I don't know. I just want to slap somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good attitude to have. Good enough. Wrestling. That's good enough. I think. I mean, what do you think of, of today's reality TV? I mean, you guys sort of paved the way with Jersey Shore. It was it was one of the most, uh, I think, well-received television shows of recent time. But now you've got, like, all this teen mom. You've got, like, Honey Boo Boo. I mean, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think you see this and you're like, uh, do you sort of just face palm and cringe when, when you see what they're doing with uh, reality TV these days? Um, yeah, I mean, certain shows, like the Honey Boo Boo show, that's, like, ridiculous. Honestly, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I think the I think the little child is too young. I, I think that she's getting the wrong, the wrong ideas at a young age, and her mother's letting her do it, and I just don't respect that. Like, I know that eventually when I have a child, I'm not going to let my child do it right away. Um, and as teen mom... I don't know. Also, that's enough. That's the same thing. I feel like because I wouldn't want my child that's that's you know pregnant at fourteen, fifteen yeah. years old, and yeah. you know putting their whole life on TV at such a young age. Like their babies are their babies having babies. You know, so yeah. yeah. I, don't know. I mean. Do you, do you find the, do you sort of see like Farah doing like the the pornographic video and you sort of just like what the hell is going on? There's a point where it goes a little bit too far, uh, as far as that goes. Did you watch the porn? Yeah. Yes, he did. He reviewed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not it was not good. I mean, I, and everybody seems to have the same consensus is that Farah's ass is better than her face. And uh, that's about it, that it's oh nothing God. to write home about. So, uh, 
not it was not pleasant. Because I didn't because I didn't watch it, so I mean, I don't know. I heard a lot of mixed reviews on it. I think they said something about her 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 not to be can I say that on here or what? Yeah, um, you can say, I say anything you want. <laughs> all right. Like her freaking supposedly like her ass like the hole was like way too big or something. I don't know. <laughs> Well, she likes anal, so I guess she's experienced in that department. <laughs> well, if she had been more I mean, experienced, she wouldn't have been on Teen Mom. Yeah, true. I mean, I don't know. That's what that's what I heard. I heard that like like in parts of it, not to be gross, that like you would see like her ass like like opening so wide, and then like her ass going. Uh, I'm like, what? You could see her brain, like, oh. her asshole. <laughs> that's terrible. Wow. Maybe if she would have did anal, she wouldn't have been a Teen Mom. Maybe that's why she does anal. She doesn't want to have another kid. Yeah. There you I don't go. Know. I, I wonder. You know what else too? I'm like, I wonder how much money she made off of that tape. To be honest with you. Uh, allegedly, it was like a million dollars. Yeah. No, 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 no. I heard because I'm friends with a lot of her friends. I I heard that it wasn't a million dollars. I heard it was something else. I mean, listen. I met her recently. She was very nice to me. I mean, we 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 hung out at the VMA after party together. Um, I don't yeah. have any problems with the girl. I just. I just didn't know why. You know what? It's, it's about money. So, I mean, if you want to make a sex tape, then so be it. If that's if that's how you're going to make money, then do it, you know? Well, she follows me on Twitter. I asked her if she would make a sequel with me, but she she didn't. Uh, she ignored me when I asked her to make a, a sequel. But yeah, and, and she has your buddy Damien blocked for for yeah. threatening to be her. She blocked Damien. She blocked Damien <laughs> for harassing her. <laughs> oh wait, are you serious? Wait, wait, wait. Damien actually wrote to her and she she blocked him. Yeah, <laughs> and then she followed me. I don't know why, because the he, stuff that I said wasn't much better. I asked he, her if she would want to bang me, and <laughs> Damien said that was his future ex-girlfriend, and she got infuriated and, and blocked him. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Hilarious. Angelina, would you ever make a sex tape for uh, publicity and money? Um, I mean, have I made sex tape with? with sex tapes with my ex-boyfriend, yes. Um, do, <laughs> Would you I, sell them? I, I don't, I I mean, do I have them? No. So, I mean, mm. I, I, thank God, thank God right now I'm, I'm clear right now, you know? Yeah, that none so, of them have used it to, for cheap publicity or whatever they want to try to get money out of it, you know. Cause I, I was going to offer to make a sex tape with you, but I'm afraid that your boyfriend would beat my ass because he's pretty jacked, so I'll refrain. <laughs> 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 oh, my God, you're funny. Yeah, my boyfriend, has, gonna... he, he's big, right? He's really big. <laughs> yeah, he is. I, I'm, I'm actually kind of intimidated by him. And I, I'm big myself, but I, I it's not worth the effort. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a pretty he's a pretty big guy, and he's all about the gym, the gym, the gym, the gym, every day, you know. So, and yeah, he's, I mean, he's not short; he's tall, so he's he's pretty he's a huge guy, you know. How did you meet him, and what what did he have to do to get your attention? Because I'm sure lots of guys always uh, try to get with you because you know you're attractive, and you know you're Angelina from Jersey Shore. I'm sure you got lots of guys lined up. Um, well, they're still lined up right now, actually. Not to be rude, but. I'm on the line too. Uh, oh my God, you're funny. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I've known him for five years, so I think it was oh. because I. It was because you know what it is. I was dating a couple of different guys that that just wanted to date me because I was on Jersey Shore. But when I yeah. knew Anthony, I knew him five years ago, so I feel like 
for five years, basically, he, he, didn't, he didn't really try anything, whatever, but he did like me years ago. So before Jersey Shore, I'm like, all right, this guy liked me before the show, and now he likes me still five years later. He's not just trying to date me yeah. because I want to stay, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, I liked you in 2006 when we met for five minutes, so I've got him beat. <laughs> oh, my God, you're so funny. What, what about Ask Producer John Eric? I believe you guys have some history. Yeah, did you hook up with uh, John Eric Cologne? He went to Wagner, too. <laughs> John Eric Cologne? He claims that he hooked up with you. He's actually a producer on this show, and I want to call him out if he's lying. <laughs> Is he there? Is he there right now? No, he's not with us. He usually just does like audio stuff for us, but yeah. I don't think I don't think I did that. I, honestly, I don't think I. I I think I would remember who I hooked up with. He had sex with me, or he hooked up, made out with me. I think I think he made out with you, or something like that, according to him. But you probably wouldn't even remember that because it was like ten years ago. No, because I remember. I think I went to Wagner High School with him. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah. He's a little guy. He All looks right. like a chip. He was kind of like yes, a former yes, child yes. actor. Yes, yes, yes. So I, I know him, and no, I did not hook up with him, and you can tell him I said that. We'll play this clip for him. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking, oh, yeah, of yeah, people yeah. Who are, speaking of people who are here, Angelina, we actually have uh, a guy who I think professes to be your biggest fan. He's a longtime listener of the show. Uh, he actually doesn't even have a name. We refer to him just as Jersey Shore Guy because he is like a fanatic. Uh, of the show. So, 925, I've made your dream come true. You're on the air uh, with Angelina. Do you uh, have anything to say? I, well, I'm really glad that she loves the haters because I am not an Angelina fan, unfortunately. I'm a fan of the Jersey Shore show. You know, like I'm a, I'm a snooty kind of. She was the best part of that show, man. No, yeah, I mean, practice. she was the best part when she would creep up in the club and they'd be like, oh, my God, is that Angelina over there? And they'd turn around and there she'd be. And be like, what the fuck? And then she'd be walking into the house with, you know, all her clothes stuffed in the garbage bag and shit. That was amazing. I mean, I love her. She was great drama on the show. So for that, I thank you. And I don't, I think it was messed up that they took you off so much. I think they should have just kept bringing you back in Italy and all these places, but... Oh, man. <laughs> of all the people, I'm like, Angelina? Hold on, I'm confused. I thought you just said you weren't an Angelina lover. I know. Well, now you're, no, now you're I, mean, like... I love to hate you. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, I don't well, know. I love, love, how about this? You, you embrace me to, do, to, to keep going and never disappear. Yes. So somebody like you is somebody that's going to make me a lot of money. So thank you for that. You're welcome, and I'm glad. I'm glad that you can embrace it and that you're not small and petty, like, oh, I want everyone to love me. You know, you're like, oh, we lost yeah. 925. Yeah, that was, that was, that was uh, uh, weird. <laughs> yeah, but we do have one more uh, caller that wants to speak to you, Angelina. Uh, of course, this caller uh, is on the air. Uh, caller? Hey, yo. Yo. Who's this? Hey, yo, this is Joey Bag of Donuts, a.k.a. DJ Jagerbomb. <laughs> Maybe you heard of me? Uh, um, no. No, no, I'm just calling the proposition, your beautiful guest. I want to see if she wants the privilege of dating me. Didn't you listen earlier? Her boyfriend can, like, fucking twist you in a pretzel and throw you in the orbit. I don't think and that's... Yeah, no, guys. Now, listen, I, how about you and me go to a nice club 
then we head back to my ma's house, and she can make you the best fucking baked seed you ever had. What do you say? <laughs> Joe Pesci? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, 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 Joe Pesci, what, you some fucking funny guy? Shut up. Go fuck yeah. yourself. What do you say? Wait, I'm serious. Wait, who are you? My name is Joey Bag of Donuts, a.k.a. DJ Jagerbomb. I fucking spin. Don't you know me? My name is Joey Bag of Donuts, a.k.a. DJ Jagerbomb. I spin professional. You've never heard my work. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I haven't, actually. Yeah, nobody's heard your work. Good enough for you? For real? Do you, where do you hey, spin? Hey, do, you, do you spin in hey, your mom's mouth? I'm trying to get I my mean... dick wet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey. So hey, what's yeah, wrong? Yeah. Whoa, I'm not good enough for you? My skin... <laughs> my... <laughs> Sorry about that, Angeline. We get all types on this show. We get a lot of crazies. Before before What's we wrong? let you go, I wanted to know you're doing a, you're doing a play on Broadway, right? Yeah, I am. When is that? And like, what's that all about? What's it called? I have no idea. I just saw like a tweet about it, so I don't know anything. Um, it's called Rock and Roll Debauchery. It's um, it's a Halloween. It's actually a Halloween play. And it's with all people from the Rock of Ages um, Broadway musical um, play. They're actresses, actors. That it came from that. Also, there's somebody working on it that's going to be in it from the from Rent, which mm-hmm. is another Broadway play that was huge. So I'm working with all people from Broadway, which is which is pretty cool because I've never done this before. And that is it's October awesome. 20th. It's October 26th. The doors open at 10 o'clock. You can buy your tickets. Um, you know, tickets are, are reasonably priced and everything, and it's going to be a fun night. There's, like I said, there's a lot of celebrities that are going too, so it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, and you know, Angelina, I have to give you a lot of credit because of the fact that rather than just sort of fade away like a lot of people do in reality TV, you have branched out into other forms of entertainment, and I think that that's important that you have so much versatility that there's more. Yeah, range and she's actually too. she's recorded music as well. Do you have any plans to do any more music in the future? Um, yes, I do. And you know what? Um, I, I'm definitely going to go full force into that because I have a very nice voice. And you know what? All the other songs, they were basically just like parodies or whatever. And what my, the song mm-hmm. I'm Hot, it was, it was a joke. And people took it as, you know, me just trying to really, really sing. And that wasn't me really singing. That was a parody. So people need to learn that that song I'm Hot wasn't something that I really thought was going to be like a, a, a freaking crazy song, you know what I mean? And um, yeah, I could definitely sing, and I know it. And everybody that I, that meets me, all producers and whatever, and directors, and and all music people, they they really know that, and they're really behind me on it. So I'm, I think I'm gonna stop, you know, going to the studio again eventually. So well, that's, that's yeah. something I'm I- doing. I, you were um I wanted to know you were in the tabloids last year because you uh, something you said about gay marriage. Um, what was the deal with that? And do you think that the media puts too much pressure on celebrities like you to be politically correct at all times? Yes, I think that I can't. Like for example, there's a lot of things right now that you know with the shutdown and all that stuff that I really want to say, but I can't say my my true opinion on Twitter because I will get you know reams. Oh, yeah. and that we hate you. We hate. And then, you know, sometimes I think about it. I'm like, why do I even care? Why do I, why should I not put my opinion out there? But 
but at the same time, it might really hurt pe- other people's feelings. So I try to curb myself as much as I can with what I really want to say about the government and all this stuff. And, yes, it is. I can't talk about politics the way I want because I'm judged every two seconds. And I think that they yeah. do judge celebrities way too much. And as far as gay marriages, that was all basically, you know, just to, I don't know, it was it was just set up that way. And honestly, yeah. I came out and said I'm sorry to all the gay people. So, And my cousin's gay, and my cousin's really pissed at me still to this day. And you know what? I don't mm. really care. If you're gay and you want to get married and you're gay, that's all, it doesn't matter. You can go ahead and do it. I won't have anything to say about it. Our our boss our our boss on the show is gay and uh, I was wondering if you if you would be willing to attend our wedding if that ever happens between he and I. <laughs> it, it would be Johnny loves him for the money. Yeah. Why are you gay? No, I'm not. I was just hitting on you five minutes ago, but I would consider marrying him just for the money. <laughs> that wouldn't have to work anymore. <laughs> oh my God, you're hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. But but yeah, in all seriousness, Angelina, I do believe that you know one of the problems that people have as a, as a society now with all the social networking is they'll see you state an opinion that's sincerely yours, and no, she's just trying to get attention. I don't think that's always the case. I, I think that I think that what we see of you, you're uh, very much a straight shooter. You speak your mind. You don't give a fuck what people think, and you're willing to do that. Of course, there are other, I mean, celebrities. What, what do you think of that? Do you think some celebrities do just try to get attention? Your Miley Cyruses, your Amanda Bynes, they say stupid shit to just try to get in the tabloids? Or, or what, what do you think about that? Compared to just, yeah, when you I, say something, being honest. I, I really, I say things that are honest, and when I say I'm not trying to get, you know, people are like, oh, you're 15 minutes of fame. Oh, you were on a TV show yesterday. You were, you know, you, you brought your boyfriend on the TV show called The Test just to get 15 minutes of fame. No, I wanted to make sure he wasn't cheating on me. It's not publicity stunt. And another thing is, uh, yeah, a lot of people probably do do that. Do I think Miley Cyrus is going out there going a little bit crazy on purpose? Yes, I do. Do I think Amanda Bynes is doing that on purpose? Yes, I do. Um, mm. And that's it. Like, I really, but for me, as me being me, and I know how I am, Whatever I put on Twitter or whatever I put on Facebook, that's really how I feel, and I'm not trying to get attention from anybody. If I get no likes, I get no retweets, I don't give a shit. That's, that's how it is. Good. That's, I agree with that 100%, and that's why that's one of the reasons that you are my favorite, one of my favorite celebrities is because of the fact that you are who you are and you don't care what anyone thinks. And I think that's awesome because there aren't that many people that are like that, and I'm like that, so yeah. I respect that. Yeah, like I'm just so – you know what I'm saying? When I first got off the show, I used to give a shit. Now I just don't give a flying fuck. If you want to talk about me, talk about me all you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And you, you still live on a? Are you still living on Staten Island? Yeah, I, I live on Staten Island still. Of course. Is it hard for you? Is it hard for you to go out because everybody knows who you are now? Everywhere I go, everywhere. I went to a haunted hayride the other night. All the way mm-hmm. in like Bumblefuck, New Jersey, and I was getting stared at. Everybody was coming up to me. Oh my God! You should bring me out with you. I'd like the attention, and uh, I think it would be entertaining. Just we, you know, what we could do we could go to the mall together and walk around in circles. Just make me feel important, please. Yeah. <laughs> hey, funny. Maybe, maybe one day. <laughs> That's not maybe a no. One day. Yeah. Maybe one day. <laughs> all hey, right, he'll, well, buy, he'll buy you lunch. Yeah. All right, so you could buy me lunch, all right? That's it. I'll buy you anything you want, as long as I can afford it. <laughs> Angelina, do you have any other upcoming projects, shows you want to plug uh, in wrapping up? Anything else you want to you want to throw out there to our listeners? Um, yeah, I'm actually in the works for a couple of new shows. So 
well, I can't really talk about exactly what show, which kind of sucks, but just watch out for me tweeting. I'll probably be tweeting whatever I can tweet whenever I'm allowed to tweet it. And um, I'm in acting school right now, and hopefully and it looks pretty cool right now and pretty good that I will be doing some movie roles. And you know what? That's awesome. my dream, and that's been my dream for since I was a little kid, and that's what I'm striving for right now. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, I, I support you in anything you do, and I'll be sure to retweet you. I'll plug you on the show, and anytime you feel like calling back in to talk about anything or just speak your mind if you need to vent, we're willing to have you on anytime. So Yeah, and, and, and just like you, we don't give a fuck. We say whatever on this show. We've, we've pissed people off. We've made friends. We've made enemies. You know, it's just all in good fun. Hey, you know, people got to state yeah. their opinions because I think that that's important. Uh, you know, that's, that's the First Amendment to its core right there. Say what you want to say. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I live my life like that every day, so. Good. Exactly. So thank, you, thank you for calling in, Angelina. You're welcome back anytime. And we'll be keeping thank an eye. Have a good one. Take care. All right. All right. Goodbye. I always, I always hit it like one second before. But, yeah. no, she's, uh, she's fun. I like her. That was hilarious. I think we have our next guest already on. Yeah, our next guest will be joining us in just a second. Of course, special announcement by Silesia Sparks right after these messages. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to The Raven Landing Show. Oh, Lord, her Skype icon is creeping me out. What she's is got, it? She's got, like, a mustache and peanut and, and glasses on. She has more, more face. Hello? Yo, you have more fake facial hair than I have real facial hair. It's kind of creeping me out. <laughs> That was that was my um that was my attempt at looking like my father. <laughs> Your father is a sexy man. I've seen his pictures on Instagram. He's quite a looker. Thanks. How do I put this thing on speaker? I don't uh, fucking know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to work Skype on a cell phone. I never use it there. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, there, I got it. So, so what's going on, Silesia? Uh, nothing much. What are your thoughts on our on the uh, other guests that we had on tonight? Sassy Steffi, uh, fellow AAW alumni, and Jersey Shore's Angelina. I have never met Sassy Stephanie. Really? That's really weird. No, I've never met her. Yeah. Wow. What What about Angelina? Do you hate her? Yeah. <laughs> Tell us I how you really feel. Fuck about Angelina. <laughs> <laughs> no well, comment. She, yeah, she likes that. You could say you could say whatever you want. You know how it goes. The floor is yours. You've been a previous guest on this show before. You're the first girl to be on the show yeah. twice, which means that you're probably also the most insane because no woman would want to talk to us more than once. Yeah, that means that we get to breed you with either Michael Hutter or Damian Darling, who are tied with guys who've been on the show most times. Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. So, Salicia, um, our guest uh, earlier tonight, Sassy Steffi, actually worked the show that you missed, Girls' Night Out, last week. Um, yeah. A lot of people are wondering why you missed the show. Would you like to explain to them what happened? That was a really, really, really sh- shitty situation. I don't want to get into too much detail, but we were sort of denied access at the border, which, mm. what a, yeah, what can yeah. you do? I, I think I ha- I think I know why. We actually have a clip from uh, the guy, the Mountie, who denied you access yeah. to cross through into the United States, right, Riff? Yeah, yeah. He actually uh, is, is a friend <laughs> of ours who, who he uh, does podcasts on TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and uh, he had this to say. He's, he's a fan of yours, and... Uh, well, I don't but, know if he's a fan. He seems like he's disgusted, but... Yeah, I mean, he, yeah. I mean, he had to do his job, so here he is. He wanted us to play this specifically for you. Let's hear it. 
This is the greatest of all the times. The law enforcement of the Canada's the Mountie. And I've been asked to explain why this girl, uh, this, uh, Selenzia, Selenzia, whatever, what a stupid name, is not allowed in the United States of the Americas for the working purposes. I was asked to give a report from the Homeland Security of the United States of the Americas to see if this Selenzion, Selenzia, professional wrestler woman would be suitable for the employment. My report officially recognizes that the city of Toronto is the toilet bowl of Canada. These idiots <laughs> call in the army for one inches of snow. Anyways, Selenzia was pulled over 35 times in one year for the DUI, the DNP, DFK, CIM, and the OPP. As well, she's been recorded to give in multiple fines for vining and driving, whatever the fuck that is. Also, she almost ran over this old lady who was in a wheelchair with an old dog. She also has been in the alliance with this a Willy Wonka truth freak guy Martini who's got multiple <laughs> arrest warrants for breaking the rules of obnoxiously dressed idiot several times crossing the borders. Oh, oh, by the way, this idiot forgot to renew your paperwork. Good job being with this dickhead. In conclusion, <laughs> this uh, Lacenza Sparks was not given the seal of approval from the Mountie. Toronto sucks. Suck it. Good wrestler, but she's got a bad hat of tubes. Mountie, pout. Well, what do you think about that? That was... Whatever. <laughs> I, it was kind of, kind of like 80% true, probably. <laughs> of course, he's a Mountie. He knows all his facts. He works there. Yeah, looking yeah. right. I think it's an outrage that they won't let you in because this country has so many uh, illegals. Yet a, a fine young woman like yourself with muscles is not allowed to cross through the border to entertain a bunch you of You know what the funny thing is? Um, when we were in the actual, I don't know what you call it, the place like, where they pulled us over, mm-hmm. the, one of the guys there asked me to flex for him so he can suck on that. Wow. That's yeah. really, should have, like, you should have let him touch your muscles in exchange for. They should have. I yeah. think he was just too intimidated to let me cross. So. You know, I'm so I'm so annoyed by this that I'm gonna start a petition on the website on uh, listentotheshow.com. I'm gonna make every fan of yours sign it, and then we're gonna have the president live on the show, and I'm gonna tell him he has to let you in. <laughs> yeah, Barack Obama. You know, he's, his priorities are in the Barack wrong place. Obama, <laughs> be on the show and grant you amnesty and citizenship and everything else. Barring that, Johnny will marry you. I agree. With you. He will marry you to get you. Really, I was wondering. Ah. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know about that. What about no, you, Rev? Are you single? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but the, the dirt sheets guy will say horrible things about me if if I say anything to you. Oh. So. <laughs> I, I would only marry if we could broadcast yeah. it live on the show. He's, he's in love with you, but he can't help you because he's in Ireland eating potatoes or something. Oh my god! <laughs> I was wondering, would, how would you feel about marrying our overweight, balding producer John Basman from Chicago? He can probably get you in. Yeah, he's kind of racist. He's kind of racist, and you have some color to you, so there might be a little bit of an issue. Yeah. But other than that, he's he's cool. Yeah. He plays a lot of video games. He can play uh, Grand Theft Auto oh, with Silvana. I'm... 
I, I tried to play Grand Theft Auto yesterday. Yeah, and you put the car upside down so art imitates life. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So you did a, a no hate photo shoot with Ring of Honor, and I thought that was the funniest thing ever. What was that like? And uh, were the people who painted you? Everyone did. Were they like? <laughs> What? Were the people who photographed again? like hippies who like sip chamomile tea and eat wafers? No, it was actually uh, the photographer was this really flamboyant homosexual fella. <laughs> I, he was cool. I have no problem with gay people. What? I don't What's his name? Ed Wood, the, the <laughs> owner of ISW. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I couldn't. Did, did they have both male and female genitalia, or? Did I know that? <laughs> Wow. How about that? <laughs> what? I didn't check, but I'll be sure to check next time. Yeah. Well, um, I guess yeah. we should probably announce that you're leaving the United States and going away for a while. You want to tell I'm us? not leaving the United States. I'm leaving Canada. You're, you're leaving North America. Excuse me. You're, yeah. You're not in. The, you're not allowed in the United States. You're banned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like, just like Ron, you're, like, you're like Ron Killings in reverse. Yeah. So where are you going? Yeah. We want to know. I already know, but... Well, I think most people know I'm going to Japan for three months. And what promotion are you going to be working for? Uh, Pro Wrestling Diana. Mm. How long? So three months, you're going to be back in like January then, right? Yeah, January 15th is the date I'm supposed to fly back. You're, you don't speak an ounce uh, of Japan. <laughs> yeah, you're not afraid to go there, but you were afraid to go to work at the Gathering of the Juggalos. How does that make sense? Okay, well, um, what I was don't even fucking get me started on that because I heard the promoter of the gathering of the Juggalos, Kevin Gill, whatever the fuck his name is. You know what? He yeah. called me out and said I was some shitty worker on Facebook. If he has a problem, he can talk to me to my face. That's hilarious talk. because because Kevin Gill is going to be on this show in three weeks. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll tell him. We'll, yeah, we'll, play well this for him. Um, do you have a message yeah, you for him? We'll play it. Cause we'll was, play it. You know what? He, that was, it was really unprofessional for him to fucking um, call me out on Facebook. You don't even have me on Facebook. I couldn't even fucking reply to you, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm angry. Oops. Well, uh, I'll I probably shouldn't have done this. <laughs> I'll tell him you're going to beat his ass if you want me to when we have him on. What? Yeah. I'll tell him that you're going to beat his ass. What the fuck? I don't give a shit. Fuck that. Fuck that noise. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, obviously, because of the fact that we knew that you were going away, where uh, we, we sort of put together a going away party for you because we oh, have a lot going on. We we actually <laughs> uh, the first guest uh, of honor of, of the going away party is of course a man you are quite familiar with, uh, your cohort in AIW, uh, your fellow Canadian all e- ego Ethan Page, who was the yeah. Guy this is actually. Show. This is actually a, a clip of him, uh, all the kind things he said about you when he was on the show, just to refresh uh, everyone's memory. Yeah, this is a great compilation. It's a beautiful moment. I mean, you've got an advantage. You've got Felicia in your corner. If I were in that match, okay. I probably wouldn't even be paying attention. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be watching her, and I'd get my ass kicked. I don't really know if she's an advantage or not. She's a big, dumb bimbo, but she's there, but I don't know. I mean, I'm the one with the belt. Sure you can. If you own her and you put her on a leash, you can teach <laughs> a dog to do anything. I was thinking of offering you some of my leftover Spider-Man comics in exchange for Silesia. What do you think? Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> you got yourself a deal. Oh, my God, yeah. Bring those to Cleveland. You can take her home with you. Oh, I don't <laughs> let her drive. She doesn't drive, and once we cross the border, she doesn't vine. So all she does is sit and not open her mouth 
and not talk to anybody and just like pretend she's sleeping in the back. The guy's name who the hell is sexy cool Mike? I mean, if she, if she could go on a date with Colin, she could go on a date with anybody. Would you trade Silesia for Mother Russia? Oh yeah, I could. I could actually depend on Mother Russia. No, the the dog didn't do anything wrong. It just was the owner's an idiot. You mentioned a lot of downsides to having to put up with Silesia. Are there any perks to dealing with her at all that you can think of? Uh, yeah, getting across the border. She's just such a dumbass that people just don't assume she's up to anything. <laughs> So it sounds like Ethan Page is really going to miss you. No. He's totally going to miss me. He's totally going to miss me. <laughs> That's hilarious. I uh, I was wondering, do you know who you're going to be in Japan with? Uh, like uh, and like the Americans or yeah, like like well, who are you gonna be able to communicate with when you're over there? Ah, yes, Jenny Rose is gonna be there. So which is that's it? Well, that I know of because. Yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> are you are just going to end up, like, taken, where, like, they, they take you away and lock you in a basement, and, and we get Liam ne- we have to send Liam Neeson in to kill everybody in Japan to rescue yeah, you? Yeah, pretty much. I'm yeah. just going to, yeah. Did you see your uh, living arrangement yet, and are you going to be living inside of a closet? Because those apartments in Japan are small. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I have not seen my living arrangements, but I do know I will be staying at the... Yeah, you know... You have to be careful because I'm pretty sure they execute people for binding and driving in Japan. <laughs> I won't be driving, so that oh, won't good. be a problem. I'll be binding and walking. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm hoping that you uh, send me Voxer updates. I'll actually, if you're interested, I can play them on the show so people can hear your insane oh <laughs> in Japan. Just let me know and I'll do it. <laughs> we also have your good buddy and famous AIW heckler, Heavy Set, is on the line with us. Uh, he's joining us of the Ohio. Oh my God! Ew. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's your heavy set. Say hello. Hey, buddy. Well, first you gotta make fun of me, and then you weren't at Girls Night Out, and now you're leaving. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. Why? He's torn up about this. He's upset that you're leaving and you weren't at Girls Night Out. Yeah, he didn't get to say goodbye. He didn't get to say goodbye. You can say goodbye to me now. Yeah. Do you have any any message you'd like to to send there before she embarks on her journey? <laughs> Normally, I just give her the message you tell her to give me, like rugby players are gay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Rugby players are gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, for those who are unaware, Heavy Set is like my uh, messenger. I tie. He's like a yeah. person that I tie messages to, and I make him say stuff to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I sent him a message to you once too. We oh yeah, you a picture did. of us both doing the middle finger. Yeah, that was very huh? cute. Very cute. Yeah, so, cute for life. So, Definitely. Uh, Silesia, are are you uh, upset with leaving your dog Peanut, who you take many pictures with, with, with your sister Silvana, and going to Japan, leaving the dog for three months? I mean, why didn't you take the dog with you? I can't take him with me because I don't. Because think the Japanese will eat him, right? Because the Japanese will Don't eat them, be right? <laughs> <laughs> we actually have uh, we have another message from someone who's uh, actually it's your promoter in Japan. He left us a voicemail and he told oh, us to play yeah. it because he doesn't feel that women should be allowed to use the phone. Yeah, he's a very important man in Japan. Uh, Riff, got, Riff, can you play it? Konnichiwa, Johnny Randon, and Jason Ureva. This is Mr. Yoshimitsu from Japan. I send you a message for Sirizi Spark. Sirizi, 
Yoshimitsu is master of greatest pro wrestle dojo in all Japan. Super happy fun time dojo in Chiba. Uh, Yoshimitsu, buy your contract from brother, Mr. Mishimoto, because you can be great woman pro wrestler in Japan. You are very sweetie. Mishimoto so stupid. He tried to take a muscular girl and make a waitress. This is dumb. Uh, Yoshimitsu buy a Kate Hodgnik contract uh, three months ago. Now Kate Hodgnik is a number one contender for Ultra Mega Grand Prix Woman Champion. Uh, her new name is Jungle Kata. She is a rapper. Uh, she have an advantage in a woman wrestle. She have a two eye in center of head and raw gravity. Uh, Yoshimitsu will trade you. You can be a tag team partner with a Kate Hagenik. Uh, your new name? Ari Kaida. Uh, much like a famous uh, honorable Japanese hero, Mr. Miyagi. Uh, Yoshimitsu will teach you many wrestle moves by do housework. Housework will be done in nude. Also, Please send Johnny and Jason nude photos to prepare wardrobe for special wrestling matches with Japanese businessmen and a nude custom wrestle video. Uh, you must get tan lined uh, spray tan. So when Japanese businessmen remove panties, they see a nice spray tan. That is all for now. Yoshimitsu will meet you at Narita Airport. Do not be red like this honorable dog. Sayonara. Well, I, I guess uh, he wants you to wrestle under the name Ali Kaida. Yeah. <laughs> that was something. Uh, how did, how, how I, I couldn't understand half of that. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone can. Well, what I are you going to do when, when it's... I feel about that. What are you going to do when none of it is in English? <laughs> you don't know the language. It's going to be Yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I'm, I'm totally shocked. You I are. don't know. I'm going to have to learn. You know, need, like, a book. you should have brought me because I'm, like, your manager and your booking agent all of a sudden, which, you know, I, I people everybody goes to me when they want to book you for a show now. I have no you idea. I don't get. I don't know. Like, they know that we're, like, BFFs, I guess, right? Yeah, we're totally BFFs in a different <laughs> world. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna actually. I have a bone to pick now with Kevin Gill for insulting you because I'm uh, since I'm your manager and all. I mean that's you know he's trying to hurt my business. Yeah, well, I mean speaking of people that, that Johnny has a bone to pick with, there is somebody who apparently is, is actually being a big meanie head and glad to see you go. Who was formerly affiliated with this show as, as a host? Uh, of course, your good friend Glenn, who has been holding Dude. on the line. Yeah. Oh my God. Hi, no Salizia. How are you? Hey, How buddy. You? What's up? I'm good. Not too much. Not too much. <laughs> so so what, 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 when are you when are you when are you leaving us? When when? Because uh, I need to find out when I can come. On the twentieth. Okay. okay. Yeah right. Buddy. Yeah. When 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 you when what you return is, that that my pug will beat you. is gonna be a is gonna be a lawn ornament. Did he say what? he was gonna come in the dog? Did <laughs> you were gonna come oh. in the dog? I think so. I'm kind of afraid. Hey, Glenn, um, why do you keep bothering Silesia? What do you want from her? Because it's a, because it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I think she could definitely kick your ass. Have you seen the size of her? I didn't know he was up. There's, no, there's, there's not a question. Yeah. There's not a question at all. 
Um, I, I, hate, I hate to cut myself off, but I actually have to go. Sleazy, have a fun time in, in Japan, and Johnny, have fun being lonely. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Have fun waxing Michael Hutter's balls. <laughs> yeah, as, as you may know, Glenn is uh, Michael Hutter's uh, number one and a half fan, apparently, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's pretty gay for Hutter. Yeah, he, he I, uh, I've seen on Twitter. Yeah, he does his laundry, he shines his shoes, all that. That's so, cute. So, Lizzie, I'm going to miss you so much, but the good thing is, since we don't see each other much anyway, it, it's, it's going to be like you're still here, I guess, kind of. Yeah. So I, I won't be that sad. I won't cry too much. But Try not to. Do you have a final message or comments that you'd like to give to the North American fans before you leave? Um, stay strong, my North American fans, and suck it. What about Sexy Cool Mike? Uh, right now, he, he's on Suicide Watch, you know. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Oh, that's not funny. That's not funny. <laughs> you say that. You should know hate. You're, you're, supposed to, you're supposed to be liberal now. Yeah, I know. Fucking. Well, we actually have a, we have a special song that will be dedicated to you because we love you so much, and we're going to miss you. It. Yeah, and it's probably kind of a little bit gay, but we're playing it just for you. This is the outro of our song, or the outro of our show, and it's uh, Leave the Memories Alone by Fuel. Yeah, have a good time in Japan. Try not to get trafficked uh, uh, by uh, by illegal discipline. Yeah. Here I am with my thoughts of you. And this world I've left for me. Still with faces when I think of you. 